Hello and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I am Matt. I'm Benny. I'm Ashley. And we have just seen scary stories to tell in the dark. And Benny's going to tell us about it. So a quick no-spoiler <laughs> synopsis is that um, there's a group of kids that uh, go out on a revenge-fueled adventure on Halloween and end up in the local haunted house where they find a book that um, is full of scary stories and um, as they, this is all related to a local myth they have about a witch that used to live at a house, basically. And um, this book starts writing more stories and horrible things happen to people um, as related to the stories. And that's, that's basically what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're trying to stop it. Right, so um, I felt like this movie is like a, a young person's introduction to horror film. Um, it's very, I think it's PG-13, right? Uh, I, I would so, believe that. Yeah. Um, it's kind of tame compared mm-hmm. to what we might be used to in, in a horror movie. Um, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. I always complain about horror movies having too much violence and gore, so um, I guess my, my, my issue with this one is that it's tame and maybe too tame. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wasn't... There's a few kind of jump scares, but I wasn't genuinely scared for much of this movie. Um, it It's well made. Um, it's atmospheric. It's creepy. I thought the actors... You know, you never know what you're going to get when you have a cast of young yeah. actors. They did really well, I thought. I thought they were all um, very believable, and the characters were interesting, and I cared about them. Um, it just didn't really scare me all that much. What do you guys think? I wasn't scared all that much either. And uh, as I was talking before we began recording, um, part of that is I'd seen the trailer, and the trailer reveals right. quite a lot of the horrific elements. Mm-hmm. So yes. when, they were, when, the, when the actual horror scenes were underway, I was very familiar with what was going to happen just because I'd seen the trailer. That's never a good thing. Mm. Um, I like the look of this movie. I was just looking at the um, cast and crew listing on IMDb. Roman mm-hmm. Osen uh, was a cinematographer, and I thought that was probably my favorite part of the mm-hmm. film was the mm-hmm. look of it. Yeah. It's set in 1968 in a small uh, New England town in Pennsylvania, and it's autumn, and you know it looks very autumnal, right? <laughs> it <Yes>. does. <laughs> and, it does look quite autumnal. <laughs> yes. um, so yeah, I, I liked I liked the look of it. Um, its pacing was a little... It could have used some tightening up, I thought. Mm. Um, and it's odd because just last week, you know, three the three of us were here talking about um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think I described its pacing as very languid, and I really love that about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is... I don't know. I feel like there's some, there are some times, especially toward the beginning, yeah. I was just like, okay, like... Get this party started. Yeah, it really took a while to get off the ground, I felt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, it's hard for me to judge horror movies in general at this point in my life, because when I was a kid, probably up until may- maybe as late as like 15 or 16, even mildly scary horror movies would get me. And that's to say, I never finished one, 
So I, I would never, the part, the resolution of the stories were never there. So maybe that would have fixed the problem. But, um, and then I came to a different point in my life and I, I just don't get, with one or two exceptions, I haven't even been creeped out in most horror movies I've seen over the last eight years <laughs> of my life. I don't know. Um, so it's, it's hard to say. I, so putting myself back in the mindset of like the 14 year old me going to see that movie, I think it would have creeped me out. Um, I think that in a lot of ways, this is sort of a simplistic distillation of a lot of the good stuff in, in the genre of horror. Um, I think, uh, on a quick tangent, the cinematography and the camera work and all that was all extremely competent, which normally separates these, like, mm-hmm. younger horror movies from older, uh, just straight-up straight adult horror movies, is that the camera work is all pretty amateurish in a lot of the stuff that's meant for a younger audience, and it just looks bad. This looked good all the way through. Everything mm-hmm. about it looked good. Um, the atmosphere was right. It was, it was all good in that way. Um, the camera work was actually... It, there was nothing incredibly innovative, but there was some creative shots and some good stuff in there. Um, it's kind of like, as a horror movie, uh, I don't want to go too far into books, but if there was something called The Inheritance Cycle. Uh, the first book's called Aragon, and it was written by a 15-year-old, I think he was, named Christopher Paolini. It really took off. It was a really high-selling book. A lot of people will recognize the name Aragon. Um, and... He openly admits, and, every, and a lot of people that were bigger into fantasy at the time were there really like, this is lifted from <laughs> uh, J.R.R. Tolkien and Robert Jordan and, uh, and um, Neil Gaiman and all, all these other uh, fantasy authors. And he goes, yeah, you know, I basically, he acknowledges that. He's like, I was a kid. I took other stories I'd heard and basically just retold them in a way I thought was original. And in retrospect, it wasn't very original. <laughs> um, but it was, it was a very good distillation for a lot of younger people that were getting into fantasy reading it of a lot of the great parts of other fantasy and that made them love the genre. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is kind of like that for horror. If a young person that's just seeing one of their first horror movies sees this, I think it's a good horror movie for them. But someone that's a horror fan watching it would will go like oh that's an element of this i've seen that scene before um and you're gonna hear those darn violins <laughs> a lot um which i hate i hate that trope but um yeah i, I don't think it was bad at all I, I, I just think that as someone that's seen a lot of horror movies it comes across as very um i hate to use this term it sounds so pretentious but it's very derivative of mm-hmm. a lot of other things yeah yeah i i, I liked the um that it was set in 1968 um it gave it kind of a retro feel that kind of goes with the kind of retro feel of the stories themselves i mean they feel like those tales that you might have heard around the campfire or something like that these just kind of basic horror stories yeah that everybody knows and everyone grew up with and I mean, there's some little twists to them to make them a little different, but I don't know. They're they're just kind of very, you know, childlike <laughs> in their in their kind of naivete. But I I really liked um, again how it was done. Just wasn't so scary. Yeah, as I would have liked. 
I'll say two two points. There's one. There's like an overarching storyline around this this witch lady, yeah. and I don't feel like that was actually handled very well. Um, I would agree. With I that. would agree with that. Yeah, and I don't think it brings down the movie too much. It it might have elevated the movie to be significantly better if it was handled better, but with it being kind of weak as it is, I don't really. With what we've got as the product, I don't really see it being better, particularly changing my opinion of the movie. Um, but that was definitely part of it. And the other thing is I actually really enjoyed I thought it was hilarious. There's This whole thing's going on on election night oh, yeah. uh, for Nixon's election. And it would there would be a horror scene. <laughs> and then it would pan over with like the horror music still going to like Nixon <laughs> on the long march to winning the election. And I, I thought um, that was hilarious. Uh, just... It, doing that to any political campaign um, would be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> just, it, was, it was not unsubtle. It was, no, no. And the moral lessons were just... The, the, it was pretty funny because there would be like a moral lesson that they basically just showed to you and then a character would say it. Yeah. And that's how, one of the ways you know this is for children. You know, this yeah. is for a younger audience. And, you know, I, I thought that... To talk about maybe what I liked, again, the, the acting I thought was all... All good in this. The, the the younger actors were good, and then the the older ones, you know, they didn't have much were to fine. do. But no, true. Um, but so there is there are people, you know, obviously, okay. There there's some horrific scenes in this, or what passes for horrific scenes in this, and you know, some people get get done in, right? I mean, that's just, if you're not expecting that, then you know, mm. you're not not know much about modern horror movies. But um, I will have to say that. So the very first person who gets offed is, you know, a jerk, right? He's portrayed like a jerk in this movie. But I got to be honest with you, I didn't think of him as so much of a jerk that <laughs> I felt he deserved what it happened to him. Yeah. And maybe I wasn't supposed to feel that way. I but think... I, I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes a movie, whether it's a horror movie or not, I mean, there'll be a nasty character mm-hmm. and something bad will happen to them. And, mm-hmm. you know... Even though you don't want to think of yourself as a bad human being, you're kind of sitting there quietly going like, yes. You know, I'm, I'm, they, they got what was coming to them. They but finally it, got bit by the zombie. Yeah. yeah. But in this, it's like, uh, I don't know. I, I felt bad for him. Again, maybe I was supposed to. But. Uh, so I think they did pretty much, in the modern paradigm, they did pretty much everything they could to, and, and I'll explain that say, sentence in a second, but they did pretty much everything they could to try to make you hate him. They made him racist. <laughs> they, they made him um, a bully. They, they made him, like, the, kind of the... They gave him kind of the Aryan image, blonde hair, you know, that whole thing. It, it could, um, I think they did a lot in that kind of way. But this is kind of a larger thing that my brother and I have been talking about lately, um, where they don't let villains just be just gross in a lot of movies anymore. You know, they, they, they kind of whitewash them a little bit um, in weird... In a weird way, like they, they let them indicate that they're racist, but they don't really let them be racist. And that's what makes you hate them. You know, not the idea that they're racist, but seeing them do something racist is what makes you hate a racist, you know. And so like they indicated he said a, a, a bad word to refer to a Mexican and you're and that was kind of it. That was so he's racist. He said a bad word and, you know, he didn't really do anything else racist to this. Mexican and and so I don't think it drove home, but I think they were clearly trying to set you up to hate him. Yeah, um, it's interesting that, that thing you're talking about. Just to quickly digress, um, when you were when you're talking about you know villains these days, I immediately go to like Kylo Ren from 
the new Star Wars trilogy in that he, I mean, so in the original Star Wars trilogy, we had Darth Vader, right? Yeah. Um, pretty, pretty evil bad guy. Um, but in, in uh, the modern trilogy, from almost the get-go, Kylo Ren is, you know, we laugh at him because he has temper tantrums, and then, you know, um, there's that scene in Last Jedi where he's shirtless, and Rey tells him to put a <laughs> shirt on or something, and I mean, it, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't take them seriously, right? Yeah, um, you're not meant to. Yeah. So, yeah, no, that was, that was interesting. So... I, and I don't know. I, I, I think... So my, my issues with this are, you know, the pacing of it. The fact that... I don't know. Even though these actors, I think, did a good job with the material, mm-hmm. there just wasn't a lot there sometimes. Um, these were, in many ways, fairly stock characters. From everyone from... Seriously. Yes. From the yes. teenagers mm-hmm. to the concerned but sort of distant parents. Mm-hmm. to the law enforcement. Yeah. You know, I mean, I yes. think, you think you used the word tropes or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. oh, it's extremely trope-heavy. <laughs> yeah. Um, which, not again, something being trope-heavy doesn't mean it's bad. No. Tropes can be used in good or bad ways, and these weren't egregious. It was just a lot of them. There, yeah. there were a lot of tropes. Um, I also, I pointed this out, and, and I'm going to point it out again. There's... I don't want to give spoilers, but just in case anyone's not aware, the term black magic is not... It doesn't mean that black people came up with it. <laughs> that was a really weird part of the movie. Like, yeah. It's black magic it comes from the Catholic... The term black magic comes from the Catholic Church. There's a whole thing. It's, it's like... There's a lot of history behind it, but there was white magic and black magic, and this was before... Largely, people knew black people existed in Europe, um, and it was uh, this whole thing about white magic being pure, like Christ, um, and there were, like, uh, healing magics and things, and that was used to refer to, basically, miracles, and then black magic was impure, like the devil, and that was the kind of magic that you'd see someone doing, because... Jesus was already gone and all that, so there there aren't a bunch of miracles going on. Um, so there's black magic, like witches and mm-hmm. things. It's not black people magic, which is what they did in this movie. <laughs> yeah, that was I was that was weird. I was stupefied by that in the movie. That yeah, <laughs> so not like black people just have the evil magic, you know. Yeah. That was really weird. Um, <laughs> and they really skated. I feel like they skated over it real quick. No, but I, I caught it. Statement. I caught it, and mm-hmm. I was, like I said, I was really um, not sure what was going on there. <laughs> so, you know, it's funny. During the movie, I was thinking to myself, okay, this, this is, this is just, this is going to be a solid seven for me. Mm-hmm. And then as the movie went on, like especially toward the end, I was like, or maybe like a six point eight. <laughs> and then after, right afterward, I was like, or a six point five. <laughs> and then while we've been talking about it. I've been like, I don't know, a six or five and a half. I, I, and it's not that bad. I mean, it's not a bad movie. No. But it is, uh, I know the term, it's mediocre. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go with, it's uninspired. <laughs> that as well. So what would you give it then out of 10, Benny? Um, you know, 
like I said, it's kind of like there's. I'm looking at it in two different ways. For myself, it's like a. It's 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 like right now, it's like a four, but I do think that a younger me probably would have given it a six or a seven. Um, so 2019, you gives it a four. Yeah, Ashley. Um, so it's well made. Um, it's well acted. It's atmospheric. But that's kind of all it is. Yeah. Six and a half. It's great craft to a, not a great product is kind of how I'm looking at it. Yeah. And I give it a six. So it's our score is a five and a half. Now, the tomato meter critic score is an 80%. The critic score is an 80? 80%. Mm. Um, the audience score, this is like just the first night it's out, um, but the audience score is at 67%. Interesting. See, the sixty-seven percent sounds about right to me. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are going to enjoy it, um, but I doubt this is going to be anyone's. Well, every movie is someone's favorite movie, <laughs> but I doubt this is going to going to be many people's favorite movie. I was a little taken aback. Our theater was full. You know. Yeah, it was pretty pretty full. And uh, I don't know. I mean, I know this is based on a series of books from the eighties and stuff, so maybe there's just a built-in nostalgia thing. But these people, most of the people on our screening, seem to be younger than people who would have grown up in the 80s. Somehow I miss this series of books. Yeah, same here. But, I actually yeah. wish... Up until this week, I actually, you know... I thought it was a millennial thing. Yeah, me, th- me too, <laughs> because I was like, this is not anything I'm familiar with. This must be something like generations younger than myself are into. But no, this is, came out in the early 80s. Yeah, yeah so I, I'm an avid reader, and I was especially an avid reader when I was in middle school. Mm-hmm. Like I, I read right now probably a book to two books a week. When I was in middle school, I used to read a book a day it was pretty like any time that I wasn't at school or at baseball practice I would be reading basically. did you ever read uh, Sweet Valley High? <laughs> no I, I did not but um, so I, I'd never even heard of this is, is the point I'm making which is and my mom fed me all the cheesy 80s fantasy and and suspense and, and stuff that she could get her hands on because that's what she loved so it's weird to me that I'd, I'd never even heard of it until you brought it up to me that's if I wanted to go but. yeah well, there's a guy with a, a t-shirt for it. Was there? Yeah, at, at our screening, yeah. Yeah. I wonder what he thought of it. I wanted to ask him, actually. <laughs> I really did, but, you know, just a complete stranger coming up to him might have been a little odd. So. He is the target audience, though. Yeah, I'd like to hear his input. He's yeah. the... So our score is a five and a half. Critics love it at 80%. You do what you want. So <laughs> The critics thing, I... I'm confused. Yeah. I, like, I guess it's got to be what I said. The craft is all good. Mm-hmm. So that it's probably based on that that they're saying that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. All right. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you.